Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. Is this not the time of year? This is why we're here. Summer's like this. No heat wave. The ocean is as pristine as ever. My God, what a privilege to live in Orange County. So many good things you can do that are anti-cancer, which is a subject I keep coming back to, keep doing seminars on, because that really should be of our utmost concern. If you learn the cancer mystery, if you learn how to reduce the one out of two Americans that get it, you learn just about everything you need to know about health and prosperity. So really, anti-cancer is prosperity. If you really understand where this little thing comes from, this plague of modern-day man, this tragic, neglected phenomenon. And I say neglected because, you know, I did a seminar the other week. I've done a couple on cancer prevention, and I started both of the seminars with this great video clip, Charlie Rose. In fact, I put it on the, the website on one of the shows. Charlie Rose is interviewing James Watson, Watson and Crick, Watson, Nobel Prize, Watson, the double helix, discovered the molecular structure of the DNA molecule. And his great regret in his 80s towards the end of his career was that we hadn't solved cancer. The riddle of cancer had not yet been figured out. And I made my comments, and that's not the point right now, but the point is, this is the plague. And then I said, this notion about killing cancer doesn't make a lot of sense because I said, cancer's like the Hulk. You know, this cartoon figure where the more you throw at it, the more it just flips its genes around and comes back stronger. So you don't kill cancer, just like you don't kill the Hulk. You give it an environment that makes it unnecessary to grow. And this is the terrainists, meaning these are people that understand that the way you get around the disease process is to change the environment. So when you ask that broad spectrum question, what do you do to prevent cancer? You say to make the terrain or the environment such that it doesn't need to grow. Now let's forget about the allopathic model. Let's not, we're not discussing medical doctors and chemotherapy. We're discussing our own people, you know, the alternative people. And of course, what are they constantly touting? They're constantly touting, take this herb to kill cancer. Again, it's the same kind of myopia. It's the same kind of mistake. You don't do things to kill cancer. 
You don't use herbs to kill cancer. You use herbs. You use detoxifications. You use lifestyles. You use God's gift in the Garden of Eden, the ecosystem, to create an environment around yourself that makes it unnecessary for your own cells to go into a dysregulated cell cycle. That is way more important. Now, I know people will listen to that and say, well, you know, that's pretty good, but uh, 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 what do you do for cancer? And, of course, this is why I grow old to people like that who listen to mana, who listen to the gifts, have them go completely and totally over their heads and then turn around and say, well, yeah, that sounds pretty good, but uh, wh what do I take? You see, and this is the thing. And this at the end of my seminars is all too often what I can read on certain people's faces. I'm a diehard, so I don't give up. You just have to keep repeating it, you know? The unfortunate part of things is the more you repeat something, the more people will understand it. Or at least behave like they do, even without understanding it. But that's not my first choice in the deck of cards. My first choice is to get you to understand that. So you have to understand that you don't kill cancer. You change the terrain. P.S. The beach was empty this morning. No one was at the beach. It's a little too cool, you know. It may be sunny, but it's a little too cool and windy. The sky was a little too gray. The surf looked a little bit too uninviting, and there wasn't a single human being in the water. It's unbelievable to me. You want to change the terrain? The first place you start is by immersing yourself in the vortexes of nature, a term I'm not even going to bother to explain right now. Just listen to my other shows. But one of those great vortexes of nature is right there at your doorstep if you live in Orange County. It's called the ocean. The anti-inflammatory effects of the ocean are something we ought to be giving grant money to, but don't ask Dr. Fauci anything about that, or the NIH, or his demonic subsidiary in Wuhan. You're not going to get any funding to determine how if you went to the beach every morning between 6 and 7 a.m. and just waddled in four feet of water, something perfectly safe. If you were asking for any money to prove the effect of that on health, to design a study that could argue that that is one of the most profound things you could do, Oh, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, Dr. Medici, that's right. He's talking about the ocean again, darn it. That's what he talked about last week. Why am I even listening to this show? I wrote that down on the list. Yeah, you wrote it down, but it didn't sink in to your head. You didn't do anything. So I'll just keep repeating it. And, you know, farewell. You understand why I tell you there's no show like this? I don't do the marketing algorithms. I don't follow social media to see what the hot topics are. Somebody said that this morning to me. You know, social media is talking about this and that and cancer. Wouldn't be a bad topic. 
It would be a terrible topic. Social media is what you're depending upon to develop your health toolbox. You're missing the point. It's all right there in front of your face. It's called nature. Go get some. I know, I know, I know. I'm sounding a little bit too negative. Sure I am. You watch people rot to death and get cut like pigs, slaughtered in hospital beds, in cancer wards across the United States, rich people and poor people, rich people thinking their money's being well invested in the best oncology can offer. You see, how did we lose Rush about a year ago or so, right? You think he was well counseled because he had a lot of dough? You're being deceived. I have about 10 people in the United States who are in retirement and they're taking at my council chunks of their money, small chunks of their money, and they're building on their property a health spa the way it should be built. And that's its own art form. And we ought to be doing banya. We ought to be in the ocean. We ought to know all the nooks and crannies up the entire coastline from Baja all the way to British Vancouver. Those little places where you can suck in God to the marrow of your bones. Cleanses? Of course you do cleanses, but you measure the efficacy of the cleanse. So if you're checklisting me today, number two, the cleanses. You have to do all the cleanses. You're not the type to want to get truly educated? Great, just do the cleanses. The liver gallbladder cleanses. The pancreatic enzymes, which I'm going to say certain qualified things about. The kidney cleanses. The colon cleanses. The water fasting. Now here's one that you have to put your seatbelt on to get. And that is, you have to put your seatbelt on to understand that the way you measure when you have cancer or you want to prevent cancer, the way you measure the efficacy of your process is by starting to feel. I said feel. I didn't say measure at your local health farm or measure through a lab test. I said you have to begin to evolve a feel that your body's softening. If in response to the cleanses, the ones I just listed, your body begins to soften, it's working. If your body's not softening, it's not working. If you have no, if you have no perception of your body softening. Hey, I went to the doctor and I asked him, is my body softening? And my doctor said, yes. So I said, sure, my body's softening. Good. Let me check that one off on the list. Sorry if you don't like it. Really sorry. You have to feel your body. And if your doctor, your naturopath, your chiropractor, your acupuncturist, your medical doctor, your osteopath, your shaman, your reverend, your local guru isn't evolving a stronger connection between your senses and you, they're not doing their job. You have to start to feel that you're softening or you will not be able to weather the storm of what it takes to not get cancer. 
If you think not getting cancer is a checklist that some doctor on YouTube is going to enumerate, and you're just going to do it and go, gee, I must be protected against cancer, I think. Forget it, Jack. It doesn't work. And the reason is, without sensing the evolution of your tissue, you can't turn on your own autonomic nervous system. You cannot begin to engage the vagus nerve and the autonomic nervous system. You have to use the cleanses to talk to your soul. You have to find communication with your inner cellular intelligence through the things you do to change the terrain, whether it's going into a morning tide pool or doing your 50th water fast. If you miss that and you just checklist it the way most people do, it will not work. I know that from doing it with people for a long time. It doesn't work. Back in the day, working with tons of people who were sick with tumors and everything else, I would watch them fail consistently. You could pick them out long distance because they weren't going to start to feel their experience. Feel their experience. Did you do that liver flush? Yes. Well, how do you feel? Well, I don't know. How do you think I feel? That's what I mean. People who don't feel are meeting the very thing that's driving the cancer. No, I'm not talking about emotions. People who are emotional wrecks, who live in sadness, who live in grief, who live in anger, who live in betrayal, who worry constantly, who are overanalyzing everything, covering up their fear. Those people are not feeling a thing. They're trapped in their emotions. There's a huge difference between listening to your body and staying trapped in your emotions. So when I say feel, I mean listening to your body. That is what you're cultivating as you employ all the tools that are so-called anti-cancer. You miss this, you miss everything. You get this, you get everything. You could be a monkey in the woods and figure out how to get rid of your tumors if you understood how to feel. So that's what your doctors ought to be doing, teaching you to feel. I will teach you how to feel. Anyone that works with me is compelled to do that. And I'd say people do a pretty darn good job of learning and they do an even better job of resisting that. Because what you end up feeling before you can really feel is you're feeling your pain. And lots of people have all sorts of rabbit traps, rabbit holes that keep them spinning in their pain and darn good rationalizations to keep doing that until they croak. We're all going to die. It's nice to see people die with integrity. It's not nice to see them die with tubes up their nose at the end game of a life consumed by the devil. You pray for those people, right? You pray for yourself. You hope you're going to the good place. But if there's a good place, there's a bad place. And it just may be all souls don't end up in the same spot. So we pretend they're all going to the right place, you see. Meaning you're going to leave this bag of bones into a finer vibrational state. But maybe you're not. Maybe you're going to be locked on the in-between. Catholic, Christian, Jewish, Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, 
every culture looks at it the same way. When it's time to split, you either split elegantly or not. Well, here's the thing about life and health. You can cleanse all you want. You can stay in all the tide pools you should. You can live in pristine, just absolutely breathtaking natural beauty. And this is all a prerequisite of what it takes to beat cancer. It's a prerequisite of what it takes not to get it. But more than anything, and most fundamentally, you have to be able to respect the fact that over time, you're feeling yourself more than ever. Now, that's the best I can do verbally on radio waves. If you're interested, on July 17th, that's a Sunday. It's about three Sundays now for 150 bucks. I like to get the dough part up straight. Find the money. I'm going to do a Zoom so I can reach people in different states and reach people in Europe and reach people blah, blah. I'm going to put together about 30 people. I've got about 10. I'm just starting to collect. And I'm going to put about 30 people together, maybe more. I don't know. But I want to try to hit across an interstate, maybe an international group that really wants to get a slant on this. On really what preventing it's about. And yeah, yeah, we're going to get into all the due diligence cleanses. But more than that, there's ways to get a sense of if you're feeling your process. If you're doing coffee enemas, you have to smell bile and see it. If you're doing pancreatic enzymes, which in the time remaining I want to touch on today, if you're doing pancreatic enzymes, and again, remember... No one on this show named Dr. Medici is saying pancreatic enzymes cure cancer and has, has nothing to do with being afraid of anybody. Pancreatic enzymes do not cure cancer. Nothing cures cancer. The only thing that cures cancer is making it unnecessary for cancer to grow. That's not a play on words. That means pancreatic enzymes in the right context will eat the biofilm. It'll eat the mucopolysaccharide layer off the 30 layers of fibrinous tumor so your immune system couldn't go at it. But if you're not cleaning an extracellular space anyhow, it's not going to work. You can't stuff pancreatic enzymes into Charlie, the fat cab driver, sipping his Coke, working on diesel fumes in a 70-hour week on the streets of Manhattan that gets a tumor and sucks down pancreatic enzymes like it's going to do something. It doesn't work that way. Pancreatic enzymes do eat that layer, the multiple layers of fibrin off tumors. Tumors produce sacks of snot that the immune system can't get through. That's what tumors do to cut to the chase. And your immune system can't get through that. And even if it did, if you're doing it late in the game, the tumor has mutated so many times that your immune system can't recognize it. All we do in allopathy is find these little speculums 
of mechanism and try to interfere with them to slow it down a year or two, market it through the FDA, make billions on it. And in the trenches, if your wife or husband or grandkid or grandpa can get another year of life because of an immunotherapy, great, you're going to do it. You'll even pay 100 Gs like you do outside the United States to get it. But that's not the right way to go about it. The right way to go about it is to understand that tumors are antigenic, meaning they'll change their signaling to evade the immune system. So even if you do eat the fibrin layer, the immune system won't recognize it anyway. Cancer's got lots of tricks it's going to play. So ask yourself how anyone could say pancreatic enzymes cure cancer. Anyone that says that is stating it out of context. The right context is in conjunction with a process that enables you, the participant, to begin to feel your experience, you're getting one step closer to killing, to getting rid of cancer, to eliminating the need for it to grow with pancreatic enzymes. That's a very different statement, but you have to feel it. So what I'd ask you if you were doing pancreatic enzymes, when you do the coffee enemas, which you must do with them, does something come out the other end of you that stinks like Satan? Is it the most rank, acrid crap you've ever had in your existence? Do you feel like your brain and being got lighter, like you just defecated out Satan when you're doing your pancreatic enzymes and the gallbladder flushes that have to run tandem to them? You see, I turned an action, pancreatic enzyme, into a feeling. Just like I turn coffee enemas into feeling. Just like my 200 laws of natural health are all oriented along those lines. So you have to feel your way through the various toolboxes and tools we give you to change the terrain. Did you go to the tide pool today? Did you jump into the ocean when it was cold and come out and say, my God... I can't believe how much stress I live with that just kind of like came out of my body and into the wild blue ocean. I can't believe how I go on this downer as I approach my office when I go to work after I spotted a seal no more than 10 feet away from me in the water today. Hail victory, man. That's victory. It's a victory against cancer. You have to feel without which you have no chance. I've done things with people over three decades that have astounded me. I live in a constant state of fascination with how the body will heal. But the thing you will always run into every single time is that part of the person that can't feel themselves. So if you take nothing away from the show today, take away this. Anything you think you're doing for your health, if you're not feeling the result, you're missing. And you have to put your attention on that. And I promise you, if you do, you're going to find that the stresses, that the negative mental patterns, that the things that you can't forgive or forget, that the very existence you live in, the things you do are so burdensome that you can't feel even those things you do for your health. And if you look at it that way, you'll begin a journey that will enhance the return on your investments in alternative health, all of them. All of them, however major or minor, or even completely often useless. If you can feel, at least you can feel it's useless. If it's life-changing, like the ocean is for me, you'll feel that. 
and everything in between you'll feel. I have nothing left to say. Come to the seminar. My order line, 714-850-1007. 714-850-1007. That's July 17th. It's on Zoom. It's live Zoom. It's 12 to 6. Gives you enough time to get out of church. 12 to 6. Sunday, July 17th. Call. But don't ask too many questions if you heard the show. Because I already explained to you what the seminar is on. God bless you. Jump in the ocean. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.